an African story formerly produced for radio, presented and read by Richard Nichols. Bob makes his way back into the dining room and informs Peter that the hotel has no record of Elinda Winters staying there. He goes into the kitchen and calls out to Peter, Cup of coffee, dear. Reply comes back, Yes, please, don't mind if I do. Soon Peter sees his dad walk into the living room with two large mugs of coffee. As the evening wears on, Bob wishes Peter a good night and goes off to bed. Peter soon takes his tired body off to bed. While sitting on the edge of his bed, he sees his cell phone on the sideboard, picks it up and rings his mom's cell number. For some reason, the call is picked up and a man is heard saying, Linda, phone for you. Peter can hear his mom say in a loud voice, Cut the call and come back to bed, Dean. The call goes dead. The young lad does not understand why the man or Dean on the other end of the phone did not confirm who was on the line. His mom did not ask either. He gets up and goes to his dad's bedroom. Bob is already asleep. The only conclusion is his mom is cheating on his father again. His understanding was her relationship with Dean had ended. Peter goes to bed and is soon lights out. The morning arrives and the realization for him now, how do I tell Dad the bad news? At Dean's home, Linda now picks up the phone after having a cup of tea with Dean in the lounge just before she's about to take a shower and get dressed. She then sees who called her and realizes that there is a great possibility. Peter would have overheard her say to Dean to cut the call and come to bed. In all probability, the call was still active. At 17 years, he knows very well what this means. Is the thought process going around in Linda's brain? And now looking for a way to stop Peter from telling his dad what he happened to have overheard on the phone. At the station house is Captain Zondi and Warrant Officer Kemp. No new information on the killing of Jim Davies has come to light. For that reason, the investigation is to continue to search for the man responsible for his death and whoever was responsible for the missing plane. The video footage does not show the face of the individual that locked the surgeon in the storage room in the underground parking at the hospital. Security cameras do sort of identify the person who was responsible for the death of Davies, but is the man in the underground and in the hospital one in the same person or two individuals? Could they be linked to the stealing of the plane and needed to silence Davies as he was looking into the non-arrival of the plane, as so was Jan and Bob? The morning starts early in the winter's home as Peter goes to school for the first time in a while as he was being homeschooled due to COVID-19. In less than a week from now, he will start learning to drive. The first thing 
that comes to mind is should he pass on the information to his dad or not. Bob drops him off at school and makes his way to the office. Mr Plus One has now been reunited with his sister and Croc and Clip have now taken up residence under a large tree for shade, leaving the two adders on their own for now. You get to know when you are unwanted by a long-standing friend, said Croc. Clip, well, looks like the two seem to be all right together, said Python in a soft voice to Croc, who turned slowly round and replied, You could be right, old fellow. Just have to wait and see, I guess. You've been listening to an episode of African Story, read and written by Richard Nichols. Join me again for another exciting installment of African Story coming soon.